Good evening and welcome to the Hourglass of Isabella. I'm here with good friends of mine tonight, Pumpkin and Hero. Hello. Hello. <laughs> welcome. Big Puzzle, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Absolutely. I haven't seen you guys in how long? When oh, was the Jesus. last time we properly um, saw you? The Vampire Ball. Gosh. But even yeah. then, barely saw you because you were... Quite busy. Oh, yeah. Right, <laughs> right. It's been, been a long time. And yep. that was right prior to the oh. pandemic. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. That's great. Which leads us into our topic. Well, tonight, we just kind of have a nice free discussion about the pandemic and how it's affected people realistically, especially mm-hmm. you, the listeners, who may well, may well, huh, have most likely been affected by it. This is our special guest. you want right, to introduce? You, this, uh, if you hear... Our uh, in-house uh, tech guy. It's our dog, Atlas. He may pant into our microphone. He's just here to offer his opinion. And he's a Burmese. Burmese mountain dog. Burmese yeah, mountain he's dog. almost two years Earlier old. Earlier, I was like, it's, "Oh, a Burmese," and they were like, "No, <laughs> that would be a Burmese." So I learned you guys taught me something new today. So let's COVID COVID nineteen. Yes. What what month are we on right now? Of COVID, well, so in yeah. Colorado, definitely. Where, uh, oh gosh. So I mean, what month is it right now? I think the, the pandemic was officially declared in March. Right. March, yes, um, when it came in. So now we're in July. We're now in the fourth month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it started appearing before that, obviously. Right. Yeah. Well, obviously, yeah. from December, we knew about in China and right. it kind of moved, right. mm-hmm. escalated, as it were. And it has affected many people. Has it affected you guys? Oh gosh. Uh, I'll let you start. Go ahead. Yeah, here. Um, what's, what's your job too? Uh, in, 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 in so many ways, right? So, so I'm uh, a paramedic, and uh, you know, so on the ambulances, obviously, there's a lot of changes that have happened because of it. You know, for for certain calls, there's way more precautions that have to be taken. You know, so you're in full masks and gowns. And, oh, you know, really? Okay. It, it looks like you're walking around in a hazmat suit yep. when you're like, yeah. walking in to, to take care of a patient. It's probably um, quite terrifying on the other end. Uh, our respiratory patients who are not related to COVID um, ha- have suffered a little bit, right? Because we're not allowed to do things like nebulizer treatments oh. anymore mm. um, because that could, if they did have the virus, that could aerosolize the virus and then give it to all of us. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of risk with things like that. Um, but the ones that, you know, you don't expect so much, and, and maybe this segues more into the conversation that you guys wanted to have today is, you know, the increase in calls for things like domestic violence, oh, yeah. child abuse, and things like that, because as people are stuck at home and in these quarantine mm-hmm. situations, right, there's a lot of stress it's happening. Escalating. It's stressing relationships, it's stressing families. And so, you know, I talk to my fellow paramedics, especially not in the city, but out in more rural areas where they don't have as much of the virus. And they said that's what they've seen. It's, it's not that they're getting all these COVID calls. It's that now they're seeing just a huge uptick in you know, domestic abuse and sexual violence and things like that because of it. So there's and a lot of this fallout. And psych calls in general, And, right? and psychology calls yeah. as well. Do you well. think a lot of that's because people have become isolated and by spending a lot more time with each other at home, it escalates violence and fights with domestic I have, abuse? Right. I have some thoughts about that. I think, yes, that is one, that is one pathway that that can occur. I also think that... Um, you know, in our daily lives, we don't spend, we don't get a chance living in America. And if you're kind of working that nine to five job, you don't really get a chance to have mindfulness, be there in the moment with your partner, with your yes. family, and really deal with the issues that you guys have been trying to deal with occasionally when you have time, right? We can sit down after work and chat about what's 
what's bothering us, but often we don't have enough time to really sit there and evaluate our relationships, evaluate um, how we're treating our partners, how our partners are treating us, because we're just trying to get through the day a lot of the and time. And all too often, you know, you see relationships where, you know, okay, well, we're our relationship isn't great, but we're staying together for the kids, right? right. And things mm -hmm. along those mm -hmm. lines. Well, if you don't have a great relationship, but you're making it work because you're both gone to work all day and you never see each mm -hmm. other and, you know, you can do that for the mm -hmm. children, now all of a sudden you're not at work all day every day. You're forced to be together. You're forced yeah. to and examine only, these things. Right, and not only are you forced to do that, but in a way, being able to go to work sometimes and having a life outside of the home can be a coping mechanism to deal with, right? So for, for me, you know, in relationships I've been in, gratefully not the one I'm not in right now, love you, honey. <laughs> uh -huh. Going to school was... Um, comfort so give us your and background. Your background's in psychology, yeah, right? Yeah, so I, I was studying forensic psychology at um, the University of Denver, uh, and I was working as an intern therapist for a while um, previous to this. Now I'm just kind of trying to figure out what the heck I want to do now, because mm -hmm. I decided that wasn't the path for me. But I have so much knowledge now that I'm trying to find a way to bring into my everyday life, um, because I was training as a therapist. So I really think that... Um, you know, not having a way to to cope with with life stress right now. Right now, we are all going through a collective trauma. Collective this trauma. Is, Keep telling a, people, it's like, oh, you had some terrible things happen. I'm like, everybody is having terrible right. things happen. I think it's mm -hmm. important to acknowledge that that most of the people I know are going through a really hard time Absolutely. right now. Absolutely, and, and I think not realizing, right, like there's different ways that people will cope with trauma. Some of them are uh, helpful and some of them are maladaptive. So uh, some people will cope with trauma by going off, like we were just saying, going off social media and painting a lot. Yes, Chris great. and I, we went off social media and we, we started learning how to play the piano. We started making music. Uh, and then other people will cope with trauma. And sometimes I cope with trauma by yelling, by... Uh, storming away frustration, by, right, by retreating in and not discussing things with my partner and depending on how that's happening for you right now if there's already issues in the relationship and the family system that's going to get all exposed when you're stuck right. in one place together yeah. and you can't you have no way to cope with it outside of the home that makes a lot of sense I mean what what advice would you give for people who may be listening and let's say a lot of them are genuinely going through some degree mm -hmm. of trauma right now what is some tips or tricks that you could advise people during this pandemic time all the things knowing that okay we can't really go out to bars or proper dates at the movie theater or things that we used to do mm -hmm. so one I thing mean, and, and, and we what would you suggest we yeah. talk about it all the time in relation to many things in life but you know let's let's bring up this concept of self-care self-care right? and, and i can tell you in watching you know and i i still you know Love it or hate it, get to get out of the house sometimes. I'm working with people, I get I that sort of thing. Whereas and and Tonkin doesn't, right. so she's stuck at home a lot. But I can tell you that the days that she feels better are the days that she gets up, mm -hmm. puts on a little bit of makeup just so she feels pretty, takes a shower, you know, makes herself a nice meal, those sort of things. Yes. So all of these things yep. that we talk about normally as like, I need to take a self-care day. Remember to take a self-care day even when you have all day, every day to yourself. Yes. Right, it's been hard, right, for me, especially, I don't think a lot of, maybe people are talking about it, but I don't know where they're talking about it, but it's hard to be the partner of somebody right now who is literally putting themselves on an ambulance and dealing with all of this. And on, on the front line of right, that. And, and absolutely. And no, no, thank you for what you do. It is a very, it's a very serious thing right mm -hmm. now, especially in, you are the front line on that, when a lot of people would be afraid to That's be in a brave hero. <laughs> That's why it's called hero. Now it really comes into play. Right? 
Yeah. Yeah. So it, uh, I have to say for myself, ways of coping, I mean, and dealing with realizing that this is happening, this is real, right? You can't, we're not, we're not able to get away from this. I mean, people are trying by not, you know. They're trying. They're, 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 they're trying. We <laughs> like to believe it's a government hoax. Right. They're, they're trying to. And, and you know what? That's, that's another way of coping with it as well. I think so too. Yeah. I think conspiracy theories are a coping mechanism. I'm fascinated. They're fascinating. I, I, we can have a whole episode. Yeah, we, we can talk all yeah, about Yeah, we can have a whole separate episode. <laughs> episode dedicated to conspiracy theories for sure um but i really think that for myself having a having daily not or rather not daily but weekly check-ins with certain people Mm -hmm. so i have a friend back on the east coast actually right so one of my friends back on the east coast uh she's also she's currently right now studying in grad school um doing kind of the same thing i was doing and we both check in with each other um, whether it be a, a, like a video call, because we want to get right, great. we want to get eyes that on visual. each other. Because yep. it's very different than being able to just call someone. You can't just see the if voice. they haven't brushed their hair. You can't see yeah. if they haven't right if they're not looking well. Yeah. It's good to try to get on, especially if you have older older adults in your family and you're worried that they haven't been able to care for themselves. Right? They haven't had right, family right. around. I know. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but oh, yeah. having <laughs> knowing that you're going to video call with somebody gives you a reason to do those things. It does. Right? So even if I you're not thinking about, I'm going to yeah. yep. dress up and do my hair and stuff for myself because I'm sitting at home, if you know you're going to be on video, you're more inclined to I do like those things. That. And yeah. that's going to help yeah. you feel better it in does. the process. It does. Right. I had a, a therapy, I think a couple of days ago, I had a, a teletherapy appointment with my therapist. Mm-hmm. And at the moment, I was like, you know what? I I want to feel okay, okay and comfortable yeah. staring at myself in this webcam. Right. Because I'm going to have myself just right there. You could see yourself. And I, I could yeah. see myself. And there, I went into the therapy appointment feeling a little bit more a little bit more myself, a little bit like I'm not doing this therapy appointment on this webcam because we're in the middle of a pandemic. I'm doing yeah. it just, you know, because we're social distancing. And I know that, you know, it's kind of the same thing, but it gave me a chance to take my brain out of that for a second, take a shower, put on a little makeup, do my and hair. And do the, the routine ritual. The routine. It is a ritual, absolutely. And different people, your routine and your ritual might be different, right? It might be um, painting your nails. It might be... Right, that like, Right, mm-hmm. just different things. Making yourself a good meal, right? So do you know about... So I was recently using this website called BetterHelp. I do. I've yeah. never used it, but I've heard nothing but amazing things about it. And it's it. good because you can have that teleconference kind of mm-hmm. call with your therapist. Or if you're not, like in my case, there's less comfortable about so you're able to do the phone thing. Or texting, I believe, too. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I think, even for, for myself, right, I, I'm such a... Uh, encourager of go to therapy, mm-hmm. do the thing, but I get nervous trying to sit in a room with somebody. And FYI, and we, are, we are not sponsored by BetterHelp. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> but I would highly suggest Absolute, using it as a, pl- a tool, a platform or, for or help. Or another similar service, right? Yeah, yeah there's, there's, other, there's other one. I don't know if you have, there's another one specifically called Talkspace or something. It's something similar. along those lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I can say from the medical side, too, it's amazing what we can do remotely these days. Oh, I you love can, yeah. You can walk into Best Buy and you can buy a kit that contains, you know, a stethoscope and a few other things that actually hook up to your computer it's wirelessly. So, it's yes. amazing. And it's so, so you can okay, you can actually what? have remote doctor's appointments and they can actually do a full exam. They can tell you, you know, put the stethoscope over your lungs, over your heart, whatever mm-hmm. it is, and they can see it on their end through the system. It's just like doctor on so, demand. 
Uh, very it, similar, yeah, right? Okay. So Doctor on Demand uh, is is tele telehealth, yeah. um, but usually it's just on webcam and they're asking you questions. Um, but there's there's a couple services out there that now connect with these remote actual cool. monitoring devices, so we'll you can actually have a, have a full yeah. examination. We'll put them in the description yeah. on this, so people can find the services to help them for things they need. Yeah, because mm-hmm. a lot of people right now are neglecting their physical health because they're afraid to go to the hospitals. Right. They're afraid to go oh, to the doctor. Why I completely feel that. Right. Why wouldn't sure. you? Be? You know, and I I have potassium that will randomly crash sometimes, and it makes me feel like I'm having a heart attack. So instead of you know, I've gone to the hospital before to have them just, you know, IV me p- potassium right yeah. away. Um, I'm so scared right now of going into one that I've just been, like, taking some pill potassium and sitting there in the pain. Dealing right, with to it. deal with because it. Because I'm scared to go in, but... I did I did actually go into a doctor's office mm-hmm. a few weeks ago for an appointment, and it terrified me uh, because when I went in, Ava's, you couldn't bring someone with you. Right. So if you have a loved one for support, nope, that's gone. So I had to go in alone. And then the chairs are all separated. You're wearing the mask. I was a bit hyperventilating. And by the way, you can breathe through a mask. Yes, you can. But I was still, you know, oh, Daniel must be home. Here's our tech guy. Let's see if he barks. He is our... Yes. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to pause this and we'll be back. Welcome back. We just took a moment to actually uh, welcome our studio audience here. Daniel. <laughs> Hello. Hello. And of course, we've got Atlas, our doggo. But we just had some fantastic Chinese food, did we not? We did. It was Wonderful. delightful. Take I have truly missed good, good Chinese food. Call my garden if you're listening. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Colin Vine Garden. I love not, your general again, <laughs> Not sponsored, but still appreciative nonetheless. <laughs> I was. I had this really great idea that I wanted us to like take the fortune cookies and open them individually, not on camera, but on the audio, and read our individual fortunes. But then, in a twist of fate, there was no (laughs) fortune to be found inside the takeaways. So there's some there's there's a synchronistic lesson in there. (laughs) <laughs> so the last topic we were on specifically was self-care yep. that uh, Hero had brought up. So let's roll back into that. We're talking about the pandemic and all of the crisis and how people, we previously talked about what people can do for themselves to help mm-hmm. with it. And how and how people are, are coping, right, with it in, yeah. in, in various different ways, um, in, in ways like... Uh, that are not helpful, that are Mm -hmm. abusive, you know, there's, you know, to recap, we were talking about domestic violence calls and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. Yeah, and how they've increased. Right. Um, I also think, you know, uh, as we were eating dinner and chatting, I was thinking about the importance for people to really learn and start practicing mindfulness and realizing, right, realizing you are in this moment and this moment is scary. It's okay to be scared right now, right? It's a scary time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's not... It's not going to be for, like this forever. Mm-hmm. Yes, our world is going to be changed by this. Yeah, um, what, and that's a question so many people are asking. What is this going to look like on the other end? Is the world changed forever? Will it go back to the exact same? What's mm-hmm. your outlook? So, so what's, the, what's the desire, right? Yes. I mean, is it changed forever exactly. in the ways that we're experiencing mm-hmm. now? No, those things are going to pass, right? Every day there are better treatments being discovered, there are ways that this is not going to have as big of an impact in the future, even if the virus is still mm-hmm. around, which is very likely going to be. Um, and you can say that's a medical to a lot yeah. of people. How, I mean, because sometimes pandemics last years, like absolutely. Spanish influenza. Right. Sure, absolutely. You know. And and this one will as well, but, but what you're seeing, and I think what's interesting that you're seeing now, right, and, and everybody's talking about it, is like, well, you know, we're seeing this second wave with an increase in cases, but unlike the first time, we're not seeing as high of a rate of death mm-hmm. from the I cases. And the that. reasons for that, the reason for that is very simple, right? Every day we, in the medical field, get better at 
treating it Dealing. gets better. And you fighting, need rightly. to fight so, the yep, evil there's, demon. There's from new drugs and combinations that are being discovered. The there's, <laughs> there's, there are new treatments that are constantly being tried and tested, mm-hmm. and as they're discovered to be effective, then they're being implemented. So while... Well, here's a question for you uh, in the medical profession. We all talk about the vaccine. The vaccine, how long, realistically, does it take to even make a vaccine? Ah, and when can we? Yeah, when <laughs> can we expect that, if at all? What's the deal there? So, so it, it varies, is unfortunately the answer, and, and there's not a good answer for that. You know, some uh, vaccines are discovered very quickly. Um, with COVID, there are some unique challenges. You know, for one, there are some studies coming out recently saying that, you know, when you have the antibodies, that the antibodies decline. And they do not last months. as long. Right. And I, I had and, COVID-19. Right. Absolutely. It's a real thing. Yeah. Sure. And so, you know, you have to wonder if you do have a vaccine, is it something that's going to have to be an annual vaccine or something like that in order to keep the antibody keep levels going. high enough? Um, for that to happen. So then do you believe it's something like, let's say someone like I has COVID, mm-hmm. can you catch it again then? So, it so, cycle? How's so that work? far they are not seeing reinfections. Good, um, good. But we also, you know, like we said before, this pandemic was declared in March. We're in month four. So by month Still 12, early days. will people's have antibodies anyway, have yeah. decreased enough that they can Recapture. catch it again? That remains to be seen. We don't Scary. have enough data to go on to say one way or the other. But we are, seeing, we are seeing that other countries have now in some cases, like, actually gotten rid of lockdown mm-hmm. and are yep. celebrating right. like England how these pictures released they have right. drunk people in classic Italy British people drunk people. on the street <laughs> and of course but in Florida oh, we're still gosh. beaching here I might mm-hmm. add and, and, and let's let's talk about the, yeah, let's, the, the let's elephant in the room right that nobody ever wants, wants to, to argue about and, and that's why is that the case well you know people love to argue and debate about it here in this country but masks it's hot topic masks are the thing right and the masks work they work. We get this from a medical work. professional. Wait, say this again. But you're a medical <laughs> professional and you can say... I can say the masks work. <laughs> it works. Right? It's not a and, conspiracy. And people, people love to point out that it's, it's not 100% effective. And you're right. It's sure, not fine. 100% effective. Neither are condoms. Mm. Right? High five. I said this the other day. <laughs> I was literally like, neither are condoms. And they were like, what? That's but, like, never mind. But you should, but condoms you should, are not 100% right? effective, yeah. but, you but they work very well, right, and you still wear yourself. them, and most and of the time you're you protecting yourself and somebody protect else. why would you not want to protect yourself and your loved ones? And what I've noticed with this whole argument of herd immunity, and herd immunity is a real thing, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, but this underlying current of selfishness within our human mm-hmm. race here where we're like, okay, we want herd immunity. I feel impacted. I want to go out to my restaurant. I want to go to the cinema. I want to. And this is affecting me. So I don't care if all these elderly people die. It's what they're saying. And I hear that. Right. They're like, oh, so herd immunity, great. But if you're willing to do the herd immunity, you have to be willing to understand people will die in that process. And you have to acknowledge that. And I think that's important for people to see. Absolutely. You know, and we live in this world in, in America where, okay, you get you get you buy your meat in the grocery store and you never see the slaughterhouse right and you never oh, have yeah. to acknowledge evil behind it and i see that same behavior from americans of okay we just i don't want to wear my mask Absolutely. because it bothers me if people had any idea it disrupts about the, them and their selfishness the, and the, I, the state of things that you don't see all the time if people had any idea you know they say you know elderly people in nursing homes this that and the other what we're seeing there is not a separate problem. It's not, yes, the elderly are more susceptible, but this yeah. is also a great example of the terrible condition of 
the nursing home system and the elderly care that we even yes. have in this country in Thank the first place. Thank you for place. saying right. it. It's absolutely it appalling. Like a lot of people don't want to even acknowledge that. Absolutely appalling. But we're all going to get old, so why would we not want to care about it? Absolutely. It's going to be us someday. The fact that as paramedics, we can get called to nursing homes and the licensed nurses there don't know how to do CPR. Are you The fact serious? that we can get called to nursing homes and get reports that, you know, oh yeah, this person's been lying in this bed and kind of catatonic like this for three days, and that's not are normal, but we didn't serious? think to call anybody. Is that a real thing? Oh, yeah, this is, these are real yeah. things. Whoa. These are real right. calls that we get every single well. day. Yeah. Absolutely. So the, the state of care for the elderly is appalling to begin with. Um, Makes me terrified of being old here. I would yeah. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I've been talking about that a lot. Yeah, right. kind of a my, my anxiety about, about um, death and dying has been elevated yeah as it is for everybody we're scared right we used to read about pandemics we're like, wow that sounds terrible to live through that and then we and, go and now it's like well the plague shoot. is here right <laughs> here we are living and you know I, it's I, fascinating I, this because it makes you appreciate life and death a little bit more abs- absolutely yeah. right yeah and i remember you you ran a call as a paramedic recently and you, you said life is so is just too fucking precious it it's really fragile. is. It's right. fragile. It's fragile. Yep. Life is fragile. You know. And how can explain that for not for readers, but the listeners the here, listeners, the <laughs> listeners to the podcast? What do you mean when you say life? What have you seen firsthand? It lets you know, like, look, guys, listening, you need to appreciate every day that you have for the here and now. Every everything, everything you see, makes that a reality. You know, there's there's a line from a song that I really like. Um, oh yeah, that we love says, songs here. Uh, something about how strange it is to be anything at all. Ah, I know and the song. for those of us who know a lot about uh, biology and biochemistry and our studio She's audience Daniel. Daniel here knows a lot about this as well. Right. The the number of things that have to happen simultaneously in a matter of milliseconds for us to even exist means that it's kind of miraculous that but we are even here. anything. Let's go speaking we're not. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. And statistically speaking, we definitely should be. Is this a conspiracy theory? Are we not really here right now? Don't <laughs> oh, I out. could really get into that because I'm, oh man. Is this a simulation? I, we should reality do a real, simulation. Oh, we need to have episode. Mitchell on as a guest speaker I swear. Right now for that one. Mitchell's yeah. brilliant. Mitchell Gomez, if you're listening, please come do this podcast. Great. Yes. We Absolutely. should have you on. Always have to. So, but anyway, so, yeah. but aside from that, you know, even the things you see that just happen to people, you know, one of my first weekends working as a paramedic, you know, we got a call in the middle of the night, um, that ended up being a, a cardiac arrest of a seven-year-old kid. A kid? Right? You, you mm-hmm. don't think about these kind of kids things. Kids having that problem. Children and, and health like problems. Like elderly and people, Especially maybe. that, right? You, you think, yeah, elderly people are going to have heart attacks. They're going to go into cardiac arrest. It can happen to anybody. It can happen because of any reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. imbalances, the, the weirdest things that you wouldn't expect. And, you know, most of the deaths that we see as medics, you know, are uh, what Jess could talk about uh, or Pumpkin could talk about as off time, right? Off time? And and off time time means that, you know, it's not expected. You expect when people get old that they're going to eventually die. You say, you know, they lived a good long life. So these are things like an embolism, something random that's going to grab you. Embolisms, arterial dissections, car car accidents accidents. even, you know, any of those things. Car accidents are a big one, yeah. Off time is really, it really means, um, you know, there's a different, there's a different feeling around suddenly, suddenly, suddenly someone's gone and you didn't see it coming. Yeah, so our last episode was about loss Mm -hmm. and grieving and Mm -hmm. that actually is part of that, but sometimes people go and it's about going through that 
process. And we actually had an episode with a death doula. Mm-hmm. So we had I'm actually really interested in, yeah. uh, in, you should, in that. So our friend yep. Angel, she just, and I really want to get her in for a podcast. If you're listening, Angel, we need you. Do it. But do she it, just completed it. her course. That's incredible. And I would love awesome. to chat so with her about it. Her. Yeah, you guys should mm-hmm. totally get together and chat. But taking this away from a side, because I'm going to go back into paramedic stuff. It's fascinating. We were talking about the songs. You guys are singers. Are you oh, not, Svana? <laughs> <laughs> also, you were, we, we are. Oh, we could, yeah. Um, but, uh, so you mentioned you wanted to know what that song was from yeah, that line. Yeah, uh, It's by Neutral Milk Hotel, which, um, you know, they, they play kind of sad sad music. But this is a happy song. Uh, <laughs> so if you don't like sad music, maybe don't listen to oh, all Oh, you guys stuff, go to a lot of concerts and listen to me. In fact, right. you, didn't you do paramedic work at festivals? Yeah, so right. festival yes. medicine is, is most of what I do, actually. Um, and uh, this year that's just not happening, unfortunately. Shocking. And I work, uh, I, I work also at festivals doing harm reduction for anybody. Cool. Psychedelic harm reduction, usually, for anybody who's taken or ingested something non-consensually. Right, um, and that's struggling. And they're struggling with it. with it for any reason. And, and not even just, uh, you know, harm reduction in, in that sense. But if anyone's having a rough time, like, yeah. I've, I've gone to see somebody who has recently assaulted at, at, at a festival. And they had everyone, no no one was there for them, right? And so yeah. they come to us, um, and we sit with them, and we either, you, you know, listen it's, uh, we, we listen, and uh, getting training through the Zendo, the Zendo project, who really teaches you about how to sit with, how mm-hmm. to sit with people and hold space right, for people. Right, so it's like, what is it, soft landings? But, soft yeah. landings, one of them, Zendo's yeah. also there. Um, do you remember... Uh, if there's any other that those, those two actually work together. Uh, yep. Zendo actually works at Camp Soft Landing. Soft Landing, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, cool. They're fantastic. So, first you ever go to Burning Man and you're freaking out, go to Soft Landing, okay? Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> no, I have brought people there. We um, sent people there from our camp. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is yeah, Soft the, Landing. The and, is it's a, and it's a beautiful, yeah. it's a beautiful space. And they know how they're set up to deal with the problem. Yep, to deal with either, either you ingested something or you're just... Like Burning Man is hard. It's if if you've been struggling it's with something, crazy experience, right? <laughs> I know it's a whole other episode. Yeah, we can go into that. said that doing this podcast, like we start talking about Burning Man, we're like that's a whole other episode. I know. <laughs> we, we just need to do the Burning Man episode already, so that then we can start saying, "Oh, just go listen to the Burning Man." But I also think it's interesting when, when you think about Burning Man and, and trauma, right? Um, I, I I'm really wondering, and we can talk about this, you know, how it's going to be for people at Burning Man. When it does come, when back. it does come back together, because we have we have been experiencing this experiencing this collective trauma. And how is it for people who can't go to Burning Man right. this year? So that is that year. is a way to cope and, and release yeah. things for so many. Okay, we're supposed yeah. to get married there. We were right, no, yeah. they, <laughs> new stash, they were going to get married on Playa. Yep. How wonderful is that? But it doesn't mean you still can't have that magic no, in the future. And we can do it again when it comes back. Absolutely, right. we had to find a way to practice. Right, you were talking about. Uh, I, I had mentioned mindfulness, and you, you talked about that quote, right? It's realizing, like, that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's great to let it go. Right? It's, and it's, it's, okay it's okay to hurt over it. It's, it, let it's okay it hurt. to carry the pain and to right? acknowledge that, but, yes. But sitting in it for too long, right? It will hurt you. It will hurt you, and, it, and you might lash out at other people or other things yes. and not remember to practice compassion always. It's hard um, to practice compassion mm-hmm. and empathy Especially and understanding. when you've lost it's, things. It's very, it's very ironic because... I had just recently, you know, <laughs> developed developed my coping mechanisms for anything that goes wrong at Burning Man, and everything always does. Yes. And, and, and my coping mechanism that I was very comfortable with was that, well, it's okay because I can just do this again next year. Right. But next year we'll get it right, and then all of a sudden they there is no next year. Me. You know, it was always better in 2020. <laughs> so as as we're wrapping up, we're running out of time here, and I feel like it's good to bring this back around. Mm-hmm. 
for the future? What is, what is the positive message for people who may be listening? They're anxious from listening to this. A lot of anxious talking here, right? right? The positive message is exactly what's written on my arm. What? Right? Uh, okay. Um, yes. My my tattoo on my arm reads. And what does it say? This too shall pass. The positive message pass. to end with is that. Yes, this is a pandemic. Yes, things are crazy yes. right now. Yes, a lot and, of crazy right. stuff is going on in the world. Yeah. It will end. It won't end next week or probably next month. Hopefully by next year. Hopefully, but fingers crossed. at some crossed. point, however long it takes, it is going to end. Right, absolutely. And that you is should remember that. And Should I talk about Donald Trump? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, that boy. Too. Oh, that's, that's another... Whether that's it's another, next year or four years after that, that, that also topic. will end. Right. Right. Um, I also think, you know, remembering to be gentle with yourself and other people right now. Yeah. Because people are going to express their pain in a lot of different ways. It may come out as, like, your, your family that you're close with saying and doing hurtful things that yeah. you're confused like I've never had this relationship with this person and you have to remember be gentle with yourself and others but you also don't have to accept accept that treatment yeah. you can put a boundary up to it's it it's healthy to set boundaries absolutely that doesn't mean that you still can't love the person mm-hmm. but it's okay I completely agree with you 100% yep. it's okay to do that and so, it's it's good to set boundaries even as you're stuck at home with people right right and it seems impossible because to you do can't so. you don't have your own personal space it, it's easy to just start arguing and keep arguing because you can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. Right. And I think it's, it's important yeah. to remember that anxiety and stress. So when we see our friends on Facebook and everyone's fighting mm-hmm. with everyone, right? Every time I log on, even good friends are going at it with each other. Yeah. It's important to remember where people are at stress and that people deal with stress in different ways. Mm-hmm. Right. So when people are lashing out, it's often their coping mechanism. And I mm-hmm. think by compassionately understanding it, even if it's difficult to put yourself in on someone else's shoes mm-hmm. and say, okay, what would I be doing? And it's hard to sometimes because we're not those other people who never really know someone else's experience because you've not lived that life you've not been that person right? absolutely but still hang the compassion to at least see that mm-hmm. puts us in a good place it's that be. uh what i call is do no harm and take no shit do no harm take no shit uh, you okay. don't have to take people's shit but you also you can also practice compassion for yourself and others at the same 100% time 100 mm-hmm. percent agreed well i appreciate you guys taking the time to join me on this podcast night it's always a pleasure absolutely yes <laughs> Yeah, and of course, thank you to Daniel in yes, our and to, and to Atlas, our, our tech Atlas, guy, our special <laughs> doggo in the corner. Yeah. So, without further ado, <laughs> good night and sleep tight.